This is Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endong. Today let's 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 talk about citizenship matters in Africa. We Africans many times have been particularists. We've been making decisions about citizenship. Sometimes when it is convenient to us. So let's, let's take a look at it. And I, I will use um, some examples from the country I obviously know the most about in Africa, Ghana. And then we'll talk generally about what is it that we do, people of African descent, people who are born in Africa, people who have moved from Africa to Europe, Asia, America, and, and, and places like that. Well, when it is convenient to us, we are very, very, very adamant about who is a citizen and who is not a citizen. Who to give citizenship rights to and who to deny rights to citizenship rights to. And you take a look at West Africa, ECOWAS, that economic community of West African states, gives people from West Africa all manner of opportunities to trade, to do business, to move from one country to another using an ECOWAS card that ought to allow you to move from one country to another and stay there for some months. But then try to use it often and then see what happens that from time to time people in Ghana will say ah but those people they are from Nigeria those people they are from Liberia or those people are Ivorians and therefore what are they doing walking around living doing business trading in Ghana the same happens sometimes as well in Nigeria. You say, oh, those Ghanaians. Or in Cote d'Ivoire, say, those Ghanaians. Throughout the, the, the West African continent, the subcontinent, it comes up. And so try to do banking. Try to have a business produce 
in Nigeria and try to move the goods to Ghana or to Benin or produced in Ghana, try to move the goods to Liberia or to Mali or to Gambia and you will see what would happen. So the citizenship things, we say we are one people, but what does it do in reality? What are those citizenship rights? We, we keep fighting a battle that had happened years and years and decades ago. The carving, carving of African territory and the sharing that the Belgians got some, the French got some, the Dutch got part, the British got their own, and so on and so forth. And we've been dealing with the negative consequences of the partitioning of Africa. And so we say, well, there are people who are Akan-speaking, Akan-speaking, straddling the borders of Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire. There are people who speak Ewe, straddling the borders of Ghana and Togo. There are a number of different people, same people. Today, the boundaries that were created by colonialists, by people from primarily Europe and Great Britain, those boundaries have become national boundaries with the independence of these states. And so families move from one border town to another. Same people, flesh and blood. But the citizenship matter prevents them from doing all manner of things. And then when it comes to politics, oh, that's even worse. Even if you were born in Ghana and you went to the UK and you took on UK citizenship or you went to America and you took on American citizenship or you went to France and took on French citizenship and you come to Ghana and you say you want to compete to become a member of parliament or perhaps to become a minister of state or the president of the republic or to be in the army, in the police, to be higher up in the public service and they will tell you, well, you gave away your citizenship. And in many places by constitution, they will tell you, um, if you've given your rights away, you can't come back to Ghana and want to hold some of those positions. It's still the law in Ghana. You don't believe me? Well, just read what's in the news in Ghana and what has been there lately. There's a member of parliament some, from somewhere in the central region, Asin North, I believe, and he's been taken to court. And someone is saying, well, at the time when he contested to become a member of parliament, that he had not completed the process 
of not just denouncing Canadian citizenship, but hadn't that process hadn't been completed. And so he wasn't truly a Ghanaian citizen. Is that it? Was that the question? In any case, he's been taken to court. And recently, the Supreme Court has said, no, you cannot hold yourself out to be a member of parliament in Ghana. We all know where he was born. We know where he is from. But that citizenship matter in this particular instance is of importance to Ghanaians, apparently, to some. And there's also the matter of a member of parliament in the Jomoro area, the western region, who, it is being said, uh, carries Ivorian, maybe even an American citizenship. They know she's from the area. And, and you know, when it comes to competing to become a member of parliament or, well, yeah, a member of parliament, they not only say where you were ask where you were born, but they even say if you hail from a certain area, I don't know what hail means, H-A-I-L, if you hail from an area, you can compete to become a member of parliament for that area. So what about if you hail from Ghana, especially if you were born in Ghana? We all know what happens when we go outside of the country, and many, many have gone outside of the country for economic reasons, many of them. They left Ghana, they went to get an education in England, in America, in Germany, wherever it is, and then because they couldn't just move to Ghana and get a good job or start professional life somehow, well, of course, they've needed to stay in those countries. And a lot of them have acquired American citizenships, British citizenship, German citizenship, Spanish citizenship, Canadian citizenship, so they can work, so they can gain professional expertise, so they can start businesses. But when they attempt to send back what they have gained, Oh, yes, Ghanaians will accept the money. If they want to invest in Ghana, yes, they can go and invest in Ghana. They can take the money that they earned because they became citizens of other countries and qualified to work. We'll accept them. The money, the resources, the material things, we'll take it from them. But let them say that they want to become members of parliament, ministers of state, president, and so on and so forth, or high levels in, in, the, in the service, the public service, in the military, then they say, ah, but when times were rough, you ran away. Or how, how, do, we, how do we vouch for? Vouch for your integrity? How do we vouch 
for you that you you will stick with Ghana and not with another country in times of need or war or conflict or anything like that. They will say that you have divided loyalties and so you can't. They won't accept you. They'll accept your money, but they won't accept you. But when it comes to one area of great national importance to Ghanaians, to Liberians, to Nigerians, you know, to Africans all over the continent, and here I'm talking about football, the thing we call soccer. When it comes to that, oh, it doesn't matter. You could be a British citizen today, dual citizen, citizen, and decide that, oh, for football's sake, I want to play for Ghana. The Ghana Football Authority, the Ghanaian government, the Ghanaian people, everybody will say, come now, come, come today. We'll take you. We'll take you. Come and play for us. As, as if you were a Ghanaian footballer. Now, what, what, what gives many people a heartache? What makes people lose their appetite? What makes a lot of people become angry for years and years? What makes so many people unhappy for decades? What competes with football? When the Black Stars lose, when their teams lose, when somebody missed a certain penalty, nobody has forgotten. They will never forget it. But they will also never for forget the triumphs, the victories that the Black Stars chalked years and years ago. So for football, the thing we'll take, we take more and more seriously and other things, you wait and see that, that when the World Cup shows up and Ghana is playing Portugal or Uruguay or any one of those, 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 those countries, try and do something serious in Ghana. Nobody will mind you because we take it very seriously. So when it comes to that one, that one area, no competition. We'll give you citizenship a stamp immediately in one second. So the skillful footballer is welcome. Welcome to the world stage. Welcome to represent Ghana. Welcome to, to if you will, uh, even if they are coming to toy, we don't question their loyalty on the football field. They are welcome. But take somebody with millions of dollars, with a great mind, to come to do something in Ghana. And they will say, ah, but you're not a citizen. So this position you're not qualified for. But if you want to give us the money, we'll take it. We will take it. One of the beauties of America is that it's such a huge, huge land. 
So from California all the way to the East Coast, to Washington, D.C., or to New England, to Boston, or all the way down south to, to Texas or Florida. The variety in the ecosystem, in the weather, in the people, it, it just gives them a lot. So that there might be drought, one part of the United States, but it would be snowing or it would be raining. There will be floods somewhere else. So you can run from one corner of America to another corner to save your life, to save your business, to have a good life or a better life. But what if floods chase after you in Ghana? Where do you go? Or there's famine in Liberia, where do you go? Or there's a problem in Ethiopia, where do you go? Somebody will stop you at the border and say, well, you may be an Ethiopian, you may be an African, but you are not Malian, or you're not Ghanaian, or you're not Nigerian, and so you can't come. So we miss opportunity. We lose out on human resource, important human resource. And so our monies run from Africa. Our people run from Africa and they go to Europe. They go to Britain. They go to America. They go these days, quite a number of them are going to Dubai and they're going to China. What have we been doing to ourselves? What are we still doing to ourselves? When are we going to stop doing this to ourselves and use this, you know, the citizenship thing and switch it on and off, switch it on and off, but switch it on and off for convenience sake. You know, when, when, when it's convenient to us, we say you are. When it is not, you are not. And even where we say we are coming together, we still use that citizen matter to stop people at the border, to stop goods at the border, to stop resources at the border to lose opportunities which we don't care about even, even when we are going to be hungry. We do that. Why? Why do we do it to ourselves? Why must we continue to do that to ourselves? So let's continue to ask ourselves. Let's try to deal with this. Let's work this matter out and ensure that as we go along, let us make sure as we go along that this citizenship thing, that we deal with it and we deal with it in a definitive manner because the, the, the man who was born in Germany 
or in France or in Britain or in America because they have Ghanaian parents or even one parent is Ghanaian. We can qualify him to have, have him wear a national jersey to represent the country on the world stage. We do that. Why can't we allow a citizen born in Ghana to two Ghanaian parents who went somewhere for education purposes and then for economic reasons, for economic reasons chose to get the, what qualifies them, what qualifies them to live their career, to gain experience, gather some resources. Why can't we allow them straight a straight path back so they can continue to practice and apply their profession in Ghana, in Nigeria, in Togo, in Liberia, wherever it is, so they can make the kind of contribution that we need so that we can be one people. And with that and everything else that goes, goes along with it, so we can become a better people, so we can become a more prosperous people, a united people. So in Ghana, change the constitution. Let the constitution welcome all of our people, whether they are politicians, footballers, investment advisors, doctors, nurses, teachers, whoever they may be. Let's welcome our own people back. And let's not put anything in their way. We need them. We need them. And let's stop this citizenship by convenience matter once and for all. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fresh Matters. You can listen to all the other episodes wherever you get your podcasts. God bless you. This has been Fresh Matters, and I am Papa Kwesi Endom.